Good evening and welcome to another episode of 48 Shades of Football. Uh, it's been you've had a busy week. Uh, well, seen a lot of games apparently. Yeah, I've, I've heard you've had a busy week as well. Yeah, I've, I haven't seen any games at all. Uh, how was how was Cambodia? Uh, hot. <laughs> Anything else? Is that, is that I think we should stick to 40 issues of football and not go to 40 issues of tour guide. <laughs> that was my other idea for a podcast, but I guess not then. Um, I did actually look in. Uh, did I mention this before I went? I did actually look and see mm. if there was a, a team that I could go and watch, but no, there wasn't. So, yeah. and all my usual apps for watching K League didn't work, so I couldn't even watch any of the. You probably didn't miss much. Mr. Seven Goal Thriller that I was probably glad to miss. You were probably glad to miss that Seven Goal Thriller, yeah. Which I guess we'll talk about, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Paul, the entry music there, very interesting. What was the what was the idea put behind the entry music? Uh, it was the theme from Benny Hill, and it was mainly to do with uh, Spain, uh, the, the Korean performance against Spain, and presumably the, also applies to Seoul Jeju. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think there was, uh, and probably Elan's title hopes as well. Uh, I think there's been a few things that could apply to this week. Uh, definitely there's been a lot of rather running around chasing large breasted girl. Okay, not, not quite, but um, there's been a lot of like, kind of running around like idiots. Um, and not getting anywhere near the person you're chasing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, watching, I guess we'll, we'll talk about the, the two friendlies and the contrast between them, but watching Korea play Spain. Uh, it, it was embarrassing, then hilarious, then cringeworthy, then just the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole entire life. Uh, and what made it even funnier was was when when um, I think I think at 6-0, uh, FC Seoul's midfield general Sejong. Uh, Sejong, yeah. Yeah, scored, and everyone was just like, yeah, the comeback's on. Like, oh. <laughs> no, guys, it's 6-1. Even even when you're joking about the comeback being on at six one, it was it was it was a humping. Uh, it reminded me of watching Scotland under Betty Votes. Uh, we used to have a song for it in the Tartan Army, in the Tartan Army, even, and we used to sing, "We'll support you up to five. Yeah. Uh, I think the four Korean guys that were there probably gave up at two. I think uh, they held their own for the first four passes. <laughs> on the pitch so one forward from the centre circle <laughs> one back lumped it forward and they were chasing the ball at that point and they were still chasing it um, I mean they, they probably held it their own for the first 10 minutes maybe 15 I'm sure other people's viewpoint will be will be a little bit more biased than mine but um, personally I just thought they, they looked horrendous but when the first goal went in it was definition of the floodgates opening um, and it was just it was embarrassing they had a few lucky Escape before that, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, when the first one in, the second one was a couple of minutes behind that. Yeah, and then just uh, second one. I'm not. We won't go through each goal, but just if you get a chance, David Sibler's free kick to open the scoring was one of the greatest goals, greatest free kicks you ever see. Anyway, it was absolutely brilliant. And uh, the second goal was uh, Kim Jin Hyun, the goalkeeper for Sarazo, spilling the ball in the box, absolutely jogging it. Uh, and just from, from there on, it just it just turned into a disaster. He had a he had a, he looked like he'd been watching highlights of David James, Massimo Taibbi, and John basically. Uh, it was it was just terrible. But what I couldn't understand was it was a friendly, so there was no embarrassment in whipping the goalkeeper at half time. Just yeah. say we're whipping the goalkeeper at half time. But it's, lot, it's often done in friendlies anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, I mean, Spain did it. They took off Casillas uh, and brought on the reserve goalkeeper. 
Um, so, I mean, it, 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 it was done, it could have been done, and I think it just shows even more reason to say that Stilica is just useless. Personally. I think his limitations have been exposed by that game. I think so, yeah. I mean, they did a lot better than the Czech game, but... So, so who was in goal for the Czech game then? Uh, Korean guy and Petrocek. So, but you're not sure whether it was Jong or whether it was uh, I'll be honest, I didn't see the Czech game purely because I, I had I was on my way back from watching Eland um, down in Ansan, and by the time by the time the, the Czech game started, we were about twelve boxes soldier in. Yeah, so I didn't see any of it at all, uh, but. Obviously, it wasn't quite as embarrassing as as the as the Spain game. Did you manage to catch anything over there? In uh, no, I didn't. The uh, the Wi-Fi was a bit ropey, shall we say, and none of my usual apps worked, so couldn't. So was that was that the reason why you didn't send me a season ticket for the game then on uh, yeah on, on Sunday? Uh, yeah, because. Once, well, when you're out touring around Angkor Wat, it's basically just a national park with no mobile phone signal, so... Oh, okay, I guess. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was... Uh, I think it was... The, the Spain game might have come as a, as a kind of rude awakening for them, and I think... It, I know Stevie, good friend of the podcast, ex-podcast host Stevie, you know what I mean, had a big thing where he, where he would talk about... Um, Basically, you know, about how bad an idea he thought it was to, for Korea to be playing teams like Myanmar, teams like Laos, uh, kind of like that, that kind of standard of teams, and how he, he, he didn't think that they brought anything to, to the game. Uh, I, would, I think you'd have to say that, that was definitely proven, uh, because when Korea stepped up to play Spain, they were... So having been so used to covering Myanmar like seven 0 like some even even playing Jamaica, like nowhere near as good as Jamaica used to be. Do you know what I mean? Uh, they haven't really pushed themselves or, or, or played anyone half decent for a while, and I think that they look completely everywhere, all over the place. And Son Son Young Moon was uh, was was flipped about seventy minutes, I know sixty five minutes, I know something, and he he had a little spot and threw a towel at the dugout. Um, if you ask my opinion, he, he threw the towel in about ten seconds into the game. Uh, he was absolutely honking, and sh- how he made the Czech Republic game is beyond me. As I think I tweeted, uh, I may have tweeted drunkenly. It's more important, obviously, in Korea. You have incriminating photographs of the manager than you actually play well. Uh, I don't know how he made that team. He made it, and as far as I know, he, he lasted like, the full game as well. Uh, to answer your question, yeah, Jung, Jung Sung Rong started in goal uh, in the place of Kim, Kim Jin Hyun. So we, we we spent the last year or so raving about Kim Jin Hyun, right? And now we've got to the point where we're actually quite happy to see Jung Sung Rong back in goal. But I don't think either of them should be in front of Kwon Sung Tae, to be honest. Or Yu Hyun. Or Yu Hyun. <laughs> My personal opinion of Yu Hyun is that there should be a statue of him outside, outside Tan Chan, <laughs> to be honest, but... <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think Yushan will, will quite be knocking on the door of the national team anytime soon. I think we should get a job lot of statues because he, he, probably a lot of clubs that would like a statue of him outside. <laughs> I think so. I think so. 
I mean, it was good. I mean, Korea hum- humbled by the Spain uh, by the Spanish. That's uh, good to take. I guess to see them fight back. Uh, beat beat Czech Republic two uh, 0 you uh, Big Ram 2-1 2-1 yeah sorry 2-1 sorry did I say 2-0 though yeah sorry I mean I mean 2-1 uh, it was good to see Yoon Yoon Big Karam score uh, also uh, I guess good to see um, Suk Suk scoring much maligned Suk yeah um, did he score with his eyes closed anyway um it was, yeah, so he went to one against a Czech team that was, was probably fancying themselves to get to the, the latter stages of the Euros. is kind of pretty good, I think. So I presume that's Korea's last two games before the next round of the World Cup starts in the autumn? I believe so, yes. And I believe, I don't know what they've learned. Maybe they've learned that really shouldn't pick his, his favourites. Maybe it's what they've learned. Big Ram seems to have done a good, a good job. Maybe he's learned they should pick players that are playing regularly rather than players that aren't. Yeah, yeah, and probably, probably not. You know, he, he probably hasn't learned that, and you'll see Son Young Min uh, back in, in every starting lineup because for some reason really believes he is a twenty-five million pound player, as opposed to I think that that's just the craziest amount of money to pay for anyone ever. Uh, I still think there's a full stop in that headline somewhere. What just before the two? Just before the two, yeah, yeah. That's what I paid for for my manager anyway. You know why he, he thinks Son Heung-min is such a good player? Because on Korean TV, they're cons- cons- continually showing highlight reels of Son scoring goals for Tottenham, mm. and not all the rubbish that he does in between that. But he barely starts. So again, you're picking a guy who doesn't start. I I, I have no problem with uh, Ki Sun Young starting every single Korean national team game. He was regularly playing for Swansea. I know he's kind of like he's fallen out of favour, and he's probably going to, have to make a move in the summertime if he wants to get first time football. But up until just recently, he was, you know, like one of the first name picks. Be it with Swansea, be it with Sunderland, be it with Celtic. So he he's been playing regularly, like first team football, and varying levels of of kind of quality. I mean, Celtic Scottish League's not great, but he was playing in Europe. I mean, so you know. But you're always saying that he should be picking more K League players, right? So I, I, I believe so. Yeah. Three, three K League players that should be in the career squad. See, that should be in it. Yeah. Uh, Not including the goalie who you've already mentioned. Oh, okay. Just to just to quote David Brent, I'll give you two. And yeah. If you do a third one later on, I'll give it to you. Um, uh, Ko Johan, we struggle not to see why he's not in it. Uh, that's he's one. Having a good season so far, isn't he? Uh, probably going to say, probably going to say, Kim Bo Kyung deserves a, a recall. I don't see what other attacking midfielder has been doing anything particularly exceptional. Um, and just to mix it up, um, a striker. Well, not the rookie. And Wangi Joe's there, so probably I thought I thought Kelly playable. Kwan, I did say Kwan. So you want me to give you four basically? Yeah. Parkidon, the Sangju guy. Sangju guy, he's been banging goals in, and he scored goals against every team he's played against so far. This, so far, apart from Seoul, I believe. Okay, interesting. So there you go. There's four K League players who I don't think could have done a worse job than the nine non K League players who played against Spain. Should also be noted as well, not just me having my Songnam hat on, but I believe the criticism that Wang Yi Joe got uh, in the Spain game was ridiculous. 
and ridiculously unmerited as well. Uh, he he didn't do much, but no one did much. I mean, everyone just completely overwhelmed. Um, and I think he did he, he did as much in that game as as or he did. He was more of a presence, more of a threat than what Son was by far. Um, so, but he got absolutely like ridiculed on 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 Twitter by the usual, and we just leave it at the usual. And uh, I was quite disappointed. That Kelly kill. That Kelly kill. Well, he was. He that was guy's a wanker. I'm not going to argue there, do you know what I mean? Although these days maybe not so much, but. <laughs> <laughs> When's the cast coming off? <laughs> if, I, if I could stop it, I'd have been off by now, apparently, according to the doctor. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, let's move on quickly, shall we? So that's the, the Korean national team dissected and, and uh, I guess, ripped apart. Um, Yep. Next up, three rounds of of challenge matches since we last put well actually well, well, since we turned off the podcast two right? rounds and, and a half I guess because okay. last time when we turned off it was about half time in most of them yeah and I we kind of did a state of the nation but some of the results changed in the second half so yeah I think that the big news was in match day I guess we're now would have been on match whatever three games ago uh, when we left it Eland were losing one 0 home with Youngnam. Uh, they fought back, won up one two one. Jonathan Beluso with a last kick of the ball, um, much to the happiness of the inebriated foreign so Elan supporters club, who had on amassed themselves in the free bar. Sorry, not free bar, unlimited bar. Apparently, those things are different. Um, yeah, so they fought back last, last kick of the ball, 2-1, Eland were flying, they took that form into the next two rounds, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> okay. So, so instead of reviewing match by match, we just go down the, the league table saying what, what, what each team did over the last three games? Yeah, yeah, and then just point out any, any highlights or lowlights. So I guess we'll start with the team rooted at the bottom, work our way up. Gyeongnam. Gyeongnam. Uh, their last three matches, uh, they've lost that one to Eland. Uh, they won uh, one game, so they they beat yeah that's right they beat Busan in a in a fantastic three two victory, uh, and then they drew in in the last round uh, they drew nil nil with Gang One I believe. Yeah, but they're still bottom. They're still bottom, yeah. But they're getting closer. They are getting closer. Uh, just one point above them now, nine points is Goyan, who in the last three games have have amassed the heady the heady amount of two points. So they got twatted by Chungju. Yep, lost four to Chungju. Not the only team to get twatted by Chungju in the last three games, it has to be said. Uh, they drew with Goyang and then they drew with Ansan, which was, I guess, a massive result for them. Yeah. Uh, that draw with Ansan was last night. The draw, the draw with Tejon was a pretty good result, I guess. And then the draw with Ansan was massive, I guess. Yeah, yeah, draw with Ansan, but that's probably really hit, hit Ansan as well. Uh, Chunju, uh, yeah, they're, they're looking like a team that's kind of on form against certain teams that whenever they want to be. They well, well, they were they were our tips to be bottom, weren't they? So yeah, and they were living they were holding up their end of the deal until the last sort of two weeks. Yeah, they've got a bit of a spur. They've won, they've won three and four. Uh, they beat uh, Goyang 4-2 at, at home uh, then they went out and lost 1-0 to Daegu and then they beat uh, Seoul Eland last night 3-1 and a result that has 
was looked really bad when when I looked at my uh, my football score app and it said that Chungju had a guy sent off for uh, after 15 minutes and yeah. they scored one minute later and scored another goal. But it's looking like they didn't, right? But yeah, I think the re- the red card's a phantom one. Right. I mean, Eland. As far as I'm aware, Elan put a penalty in that game, scored, scored from the penalty spot. Really early on. Uh, then, the only thing I saw after that was I saw uh, Chunju's second goal, which came from a penalty. It wasn't a pen- It wasn't actually scored from the penalty, but it came from the penalty. The guy shot, Glory saved it, put it by for a corner. Corner was swung in, there was a bit of a melee in the box, and eventually found his way to go to a Chunju player who shot towards goal. Glory dived across goal like like you know someone had knocked over his rosary beads in the corner, uh, and uh, sorry, uh, and he he looked to have he, he looked to have palmed it on the line. I mean, like the, the, there was no clear camera angle, so you've you've always seen that the line's been probably did have a good view because it was it didn't look obstructed, but from the angle that I did see the three times on Africa TV. Uh, it really looked 50-50 and the Glory's reaction he definitely felt that he got it I mean I, I, he felt his knees and slammed the ground and um, it's a little bit like uh, Park Chu Young scoring a goal um, so and then from there Chunji went on and ended up, ended up winning the game 3-1 it was 3-1 by half time um, and that's a real nail in the coffin for for Eland I think but Chongzhou with two two wins in their last three games or three three wins in the last four games have now built up a bit of a gap from tenth place Koyang. So yeah. Um, next up from them is underachievers number one, which is uh, Pusan, who uh, got one point out of nine. Yeah, got one point out of nine. Um, they're just having a howler, and that one point came against Dejan actually, amazingly, who are who are just above them on the table, who are also underachieving. Um, they then lost to uh, Anyan, and they then um, they then lost to Gyeongnam as well. Um, so looks like Pusan who did all their their, their transfer activity really early on. As soon as they were relegated, they signed a couple of players, got shot of a couple of players. Mm. Looked as if they were actually spending money. He bounced straight back up again. Uh, you've got to imagine. Currently sitting 14 points off top spot, there is no chance of Pusan coming up this year. Uh, yeah, virtually cannot. Unless they go on a, a, a mad run of form. Because you would not imagine that they've got the ball to, to negotiate three, three playoff rounds. should be noted that we're talking about the last three games for each team. Three three teams will actually have buys in this, so we'll be talking about... Yeah, so we're talking about games that have already... Been, yeah, yeah, being reviewed, but we're just going to do the last three. In the interest of efficiency and getting this podcast done in under an hour, we'll uh, just do it yeah. that way. Uh, Dejan in the last three games have lost one, drawn two, um, which puts them a point above above Pusan. Um, losing to Gangwon uh, and then drawing at home to Goyang before drawing <coughs> at home to Anyang as well. So, yeah. Another underachieving side. Yeah. In sixth place, Anyang sitting uh, on uh, hidden goal difference, although goal uh, scored, I guess. Goal scored, I guess, right? Uh, they they beat uh, Busan uh, three games ago. Then they lost to Buchan in literally the worst game of football I've ever attended in my whole entire life. 
Yeah, the, the game was actually that bad. It was the worst 45 minutes I've ever seen ever. It was, it was horrendous. And we basically left as soon as uh, Butchon scored from a free kick, which I believe I did tweet from the podcast account saying sensational. Yeah, it was kind of all right. Uh, we, but we, we had to leave. We Basically, Jamie and Sean, who had flown all the way from, from Scotland, literally could not stand anymore. So it was worse than Songnam Incheon the previous week? Worse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were in amongst the Puchon end, um, which kind of was fun because they were a, a little bit of a rowdy bunch. But the game missed its usual terse, tense atmosphere. There wasn't really a whole lot of ke or she being, being shouted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it wasn't particularly a, a good game. But anyway, uh, after after that. Defeat, they then bounced back and I guess drew with Tejon, yeah, which was last night. Yep. Okay. Tejon to everyone's favourite soul team. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Eland, who in their last three games, we won't talk about their last five games, right? What can I be nice to, to Dan? In their last three games, they've, they've managed to take it one win, which was that one we talked about, coming back at home to uh, the 1 0 down, to win 2 1 at Gyeongnam. Uh, we then went down to Ansan, where the the boys took took their, their Scotland flag down, and we were like behind the goals, and they lost that one to Ansan to now. Um, probably deserved uh, to be honest. I think what what for for, for me, I've watched them a couple of times in this season, and I think what the biggest difference is is that I believe they've shored up their defence. Mm-hmm. So to speak, even though they've been still losing goals, yeah. but they seem to have to stop shooting from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So you're not really getting them knocking in those like 40 yard or 30 yard crackers. Juming is still not playing. Uh, if he was playing, he, he was. I didn't see him. Okay. Um, it was. And yeah, it was a pretty poor, poor game to be honest. Afterwards, I went over and met the Ansan Foreign Supporters Club. Yeah. Uh, nice bunch of guys. Um, so yeah. Where, where are they from? Uh, varying, varying places. Um, I think there's one guy called Kyle Gobbler. I think his, I think his name is. Must be American or Australian with a name like that. He's, he's American, and then there's a, a couple of boys uh, that are scousers. I think. It was a good ten of them. Some of that. They were behind an English flag, which is quite funny, because you were behind a Scottish flag. Um, and what's quite funny is that they uh, they put the S of uh, Ansan and black. There was black. It was I said Ansan. I, I saw the picture. Put, put the S like, the, over the over the red the English flag, which from a distance made it look like Anan. <laughs> but anyway, good bunch of guys. I said we would probably catch up on later on, at some point. Okay. Um, and so just before you go into the place four, that's so the the, uh, the five teams between fifth and ninth are quite closely bunched up, aren't they? Yeah. In another mini group. And then there's a big six-point gap to the team in fourth. There is. There is in the last playoff place, which is, uh, which is which is Everyone's second favourite team. <laughs> everyone's everyone's favourite team with a number in their name, <laughs> I guess. Um, uh, apart from Dredge United four, but anyway, um, yeah, they. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Uh, the last three games involved a draw. Uh, to, to table toppers Ansan, winning that game down in Anyang, winning the derby, and then drawing their last game last night, I think. Yeah. 
which was um, a way to Daegu, yeah? Yeah. It should be noted that we, we didn't talk about So Lan's game last night. Oh, we did talk about it when we did when we, we reviewed Chungju. We did when we reviewed Chungju. So keep up, Mark, keep up. Thank you. Well, when you say we reviewed, I think we find that reviewed, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, Daegu have had the, the exact same last five games as Busan. Not the same teams, but the same outcome. So they drew to Goyang, they defeated Chunju, and then they obviously drew with Busan because that's who they played last night. Yep. Uh, it is up to Gang One, who were high flyers, top of the table. They had won three in a row, uh, and then last night they, they drew. But Three games ago, they beat Anyang 4-1, a pretty whopping victory. Then, they, uh, they beat Dejan 1-0 at home before uh, drawing nothing against Youngnam last night. I'm, I think I'm going to try and go down to Gang 1 something pretty soon, I think. Watch when we won their games in Wonju. This would be a pretty decent team to watch. Since I've watched Ansan too many like, like enough times this season, I don't think I'll go down to Ansan again. The only good thing about Ansan is it's convenient to get to, relatively. Yeah, it was right on the subway station. Yeah. Uh, but if you do go to Ansan, please don't buy London Donuts <laughs> from the Ajishis outside Selnum. They are honking. <laughs> and they kind of sit in their stomach for about four days. <laughs> right, top of the table. <laughs> top of the table, Ansan drew a home with Tabuchon. Uh, obviously beat, beat So We Land, and then last night... They were unable to capitalise and they drew a way to go yeah. That was a pretty poor result. So that's a terrible result for them, especially after beating Elan 2 0. Uh, but they've been a bit erratic in their games. I mean, they, they should be sitting a lot further clearly at the top of the table. But they've been a bit erratic, yeah. But so basically, top five Ansan currently sitting to get automatic promotion. Uh, Gang 1, Daegu, then Buchon with the playoff places. And that's, that's a six point gap, as you said. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Iran can't turn it around and still get a playoff place, but looking at the other teams, we discussed this last week. The only team that, that they look as if they could probably, on paper, dislodge would be Buchan. But I guess whenever they play them, it's going to be huge, yeah? A six pointer, should yeah, we say? The, the traditional six pointer. Okay. There were a couple of classic games over the weekend. Uh, there were a couple of games in the classic over the weekend. Yeah. I don't know if there were a couple of classic games. Two teams at the top looking to flex their muscles. Indeed. Uh, One of them definitely didn't. Well, John Book flexed their muscles by allowing uh, Wangju to change the game to an away game, which pissed me off no end, to be perfectly honest. But anyway, um, so basically. Uh, they played they played a, a way to Guangzhou on Saturday, which then meant I went down to um, Anyang instead. That game was, a, according to Miroslav, was a horrendously boring first half. Then yep. Edong Guk, uh, who else, I guess, opened the scoring. Everyone thought, that's it, look at John Book, championies, championies, before five minutes later, uh, Son Sung Min. Yeah, popped up with the equaliser, and that's the way it stayed. That's the way it stayed, yeah. After a Tombuk have had a couple of get out of jail free. They yeah. played a couple, a couple of get out of jail free cards in the last couple of weeks, right? With last minute winners, etc. Yeah. So I was sort of on ten hooks, but this time they didn't get one. Stayed one all. Advantage or advantage soul, you'd say. 
Well, at that point, also had to do was was win to go top. Get the traditional three points against Chidgey yeah. at home. And I mean, we could have a look at the head to head, but I don't think there's any point. I mean, I think as we discussed, like Chidgey have been poor at, at home. Uh, sorry, away to so. They've been well. That 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 game we had the misfortune to attend last summer was Chidgey's first ever win against Seoul. Mm. And now it's two on the bounce. Bloody hell. Yeah. But I mean, what I did, what I discussed with uh, career racing at the week that on like during this game was that there seems to be a, a, sh- a real shift over over the last two seasons for for Jeju. That when you had the the long serving coach with the grey hair, whose name always escapes me, the snake guy. Yeah, I don't know if a snake. That's a bit rude. But um, play what, his his attack was called uh, rattlesnake. Oh, okay. yeah. like they, they tended to get a lot of nothing in these draws. Yeah. They, they tend to be a pretty boring team, to be perfectly honest. But the last two seasons, they've come out and kind of formed this this reputation for being involved in these high-scoring games, like kind of cavalier, you know, attitude. Who cares how many goals we concede? We'll score more than you, type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I guess takes us on nicely to the game. Uh, you went there, Paul. So would you like to interview me about about my experience behind the enemy lines? Would you like to know how long I got into the game before a Diablos said, "What are you doing here?" Well, were you down at the? Uh... No, no. That was I was waiting outside the stadium uh, uh, on Jamie getting a ticket, yeah. and Kelly's like. Kelly walked past, what are you doing here? In her London, whatever accent that she has. God bless her. What are you doing here? Well, you sound, oh yeah, it's really posh, isn't it? She's quite posh. She's quite posh. I I can't do any accent. Sorry, Dan, you can tweet me about that again if you want. Um, But, uh, uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, you know, there's nothing else to do. It's a holiday, blah, blah, blah. So I went in the game, but we stood in the Prong Siamese Brigade. It was actually pretty busy. 17,000 there. Not not whopping, but yeah, just just what you're talking about crowds. You remember when I went to the K League awards ceremony last year? Yes, and they gave various stadium awards, mm. like green stadium, full stadium, etc., mm. etc. So this year they've divided it up into uh, rounds one through twelve, thirteen through twenty-five, and then twenty-five to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And Seoul have got the uh, the prize for the full stadium award for the first twelve games, even though it's not been full, even though. Chumbuk presumably have had more fans, but mm. whatever. That's interesting. Okay, but even though Chumbuk's per se, because Chumbuk Stadium is slightly smaller than than Seoul's, right? I would have thought it was about twenty thousand smaller, at least. Well, is it quite? A, I think I was there. I'm trying to think of. It's not that big. Yeah, it's not that big, right? Okay. Um, anyway, so there's 17,000 so, there. So let's move on, shall we? Yep. Uh, nil nil draw, I guess. Uh, you know what? It looked like it was going that way. Um, it was actually both teams were like attacking. Uh, neither goalkeeper was playing pretty good. The big news was that Yu Hyun came back. Uh, quite why he came back against the second highest goal scoring team, I'm not quite sure. Because bloody what's his name make a twat of himself the, the week before? You got two calamity goalies at the moment. Had he had a bad game the week before? Or on his day, when he... Um, I guess it's oh, not totally his fault. wasn't really just... It wasn't purely his fault. I mean, I mean, Osmar made a back end without too many, too many issues. Um, 
Speaking of Osmar, like he's, he, he strolled through this game quite surprisingly. Anyway, uh, so Jeju opened the scoring. Uh, kind of, it was probably symbolic of the whole of the whole night. It was a breakaway goal. It's a good fast counter attack, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, ball was whipped in. Uh, I believe it was Marcelo whipped the ball in, and uh, Yu stood rooted at the spot. Again, he, he didn't. He had no command over the box. But the the main problem was that Cheju had a fast counter attack, but it was three on three. Mm. But the problem was that two of them, two of the sole defenders, went off to the one Cheju yeah. guy with the ball, leaving one sole defender to mark two other two Cheju yeah. players. So when the ball came in, they had it was the easiest head in the world. Yeah, but you could have cut the angle. He could have come out and claimed it. He could have at least went for it. He just kind of he stood at his near post. His near post, maybe just ter- had he been in the middle, yeah. it would have made that header even slightly diff- uh, more difficult. Had he been in the middle, the Cheshire guy would have slotted in his near post. Yeah, he would have done. But, you, but like, my point like, is like that Thiago. you know. But my, my point is, by standing on his on his near post, he he literally made the guy just took his time. He didn't even dive. He just like stayed rooted and nodded the ball in. It was like the easiest header in the world. Um, so I went in one nil at half time. Um, probably. Does it maybe deservedly, maybe not? Uh, I think Jeju had a good 45. I think they were just maybe just slightly better than so in that 45, just slightly. But no one could, no one expected what came next. So came out of the blocks and just absolutely pummeled Jeju. Um, I'm not a Soul fan, but it was literally their play was just they just destroyed them. Jeju had no answer. To them. And especially Ko Johan down the right wing was just like tearing strips out of everyone that came near him. Uh, within two minutes, I think I think he's really blossomed again since Chaudhuri retired and he's gone back to right back yeah, as opposed yeah. to being stuck up on right midfield. Yeah, 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 I think so. Um, he, he he pulled the ball in and, uh, inside and he shot. I took, a, I took a deflection, but I mean these things happen, and that was one each. Then just eight minutes later. Um, some I think Yun Jute who was also having a pretty fantastic game um, shot the Jeju keeper palmed it and saved it and then Ko Johan followed up knocked it over him 2-1 and then just five minutes again um, this time so we're breaking from the left hand side they cut in the box uh, Yun Jute tried to go past the keeper the keeper saved it but we saved it with his he kind of slid out he saved it right yeah. with his legs and his hands both out and the ball kind of scrummed under him Yun Jute I keep his, his name really tough got over the top of him the keeper turned around and dived at him uh, a la a super one player attacking Adriano um, and missed the ball and Yun Jute just knocked it into the empty net at that point 3-1 so absolutely absolutely cruising right Looks like if you're going to be five six, looked like they're playing But I think I obviously didn't see the game, but I saw some comments from various Soul fans about the match, and they said at this point Soul had another couple of good chances and they completely wasted them. And if they'd have got the fourth one, Cheddar would never have come back. I would agree, but it, it should be noted that just before um, Soul scored their third goal, yeah. um, Egan Ho had a had a had a header, like a free header in the box. It headed down. 
uh, and Yuzhan made a fantastic save. Like a, like a brilliant save. I was just about to ask that because we've been slating him all for the last couple of weeks. Did he actually do anything? Good? Yeah, he, he made a pretty. It was a brilliant save from Egano, uh, and then so attacked yeah. from from that and basically scored. So I, I get their point that So had chances to make it four one, but Jeju really could have easily pulled it back to three two before uh, to two each. Sorry, before yeah. three two as well. Yeah, before three one. Yeah. Um, then after that, it just became for the next ten minutes. It was just the the Jeju show. Uh, Marcelo um, was that the cross that Yuzhan flapped at and missed? Yes. At this point, the goals were at the far away end, so they're, they're all kind of running one, one another right now. Yeah. Um, but both, yeah, both those goals that Yuzhan flapped and missed at them. Like goals number. Jeju's second and third goal, Yuhan was, was definitely playing at both of them. And the defence was all over the place. Yeah, I mean the defence was everywhere at that point. And then the they just lost their lost their shape, I think. The thing is that Jeju it's really weird because like, Jeju lost lost their shape. So but with Souls attacking the, the way they came out in the second half, Jeju lost their shape completely and, and were all over the place. Then as soon as Jeju made it three two, they just so went to pieces. And Jeju had a 10 minute spell where just every, every time they got the ball, they'd, they'd score them exact same as they did when I watched them at uh, Suwon. Such a quick team on the counter attack. Mm. And my players, just pretty much, it looks like every player in their team was capable of scoring. Um, so goals like 2 and 3 were really quick. Um, not really quite sure. The, the kind of one was a, a cross in, and they flapped it in a header, and our one was a volley, I think. Uh, and then. Number four was, was brilliant. It was cut back to Quan Sun Hyung, who, who shot from maybe about 18 yards, maybe 20 yards, and kind of curled it into the, the kind of bottom bottom right hand corner. The only goal that probably Yu Chan couldn't have been here. Did Seoul ever look like coming back? Um, no. Was that at that point prior to either the third or fourth Cheju goal? He'd taken off a striker and brought on a defensive midfielder, I believe. Yes, and then he, then they conceded two goals. and He was forced to take off a defender and bring on bring on Park Ji Young to save the day. Yeah, he brought on Park Ji Young. I think Park Ji Young came on for uh, you know Rock maybe. Um, yeah, no, he came on for Kim uh, Kim Won Shik. Yeah, so basically, like, Yun Jute came on for for, for Adriano and was brilliant. Mm. Uh, no one really knows why. I, I didn't even know Adriano was was off. To be perfectly honest, because Junjuti was actually causing causing real problems in the Jeju box. Um, then um, he brought on uh, Kim Kim Namjoon, who got a lot of flack from Seoul fans. Okay, to be honest, actually, so did Junjuti. To be honest, of being being profligate. Um, it's difficult to criticise someone for. I thought, he, I thought he took his goal quite well. He took his goal well. It's difficult to blame someone at three-one for like maybe being a little bit greedy or being a little bit kind of snapshotted. To be perfectly honest, especially someone that gets like twenty minutes here and there yeah. after playing pretty well last season. But then they brought in Partick the day with like five minutes left, which is yeah. But uh, did they look like scoring? No, not really. And how did the fans take it? Um, so the fans in front of us who were really quiet up the, in, in the first half were going absolutely crazy like, and uh, up to like 3-1 but 
when I went to three each, a couple of people got up and started walking out of four three, a couple more left. No booing? No booing though. Some positive cheering for the the players on the pitch, but I think people were just shell shocked. The singing kind of was felt forced. Whereas everyone was like partying it, you know, like one each, two, one, three, one, it kind of felt really forced towards the end. So, uh, against Chon Nam the previous week, uh, Che was given a prize for being for getting up his 100th K-League win, and apparently he's, he's reached 100 wins in the shortest, like the least number of matches. Of any sole manager or of any K-League manager? Any K-League manager. That's pretty amazing. But do you think he's a good manager? No. No, so they, he's got all these these records. I, I forget what they are. There's there's other records that he holds for being the quickest or the shortest or whatever. But I've never been impressed with him as a manager. Even when he was winning the league and getting to the final of the Champions League, me and me and uh, Career Racing always had this thing that it's, it's more about the, the, the players, the, the the talent pool he had was I mean, good enough that he he definitely g'd them up at half time he definitely said something to them mm. at half time I mean the way they came out that second half and he should have you bloody well said it before the game shouldn't he but you have to give him plaudits like, like you have to give him the plaudits for, for their second half performance like unfortunately whether you like him or not you've got to say it was him um, but then unable to change around when at 3-2 I mean like at 3-2 you, you knew Jeju were going to make it three each yeah uh, and his his brave, wise decision was not really anything that I noticed made a difference. Um, th- th- for me, uh, if I was a soul fan, I would be more concerned about Adriano going off. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he limped off, or I don't know if he, I had no idea what happened. But I'm assuming he didn't come out for the second half, even though it's just 46. I'm assuming that meant yeah, hooked at half time. Hooked at half time. But was, it, you said he was quite quiet in the first half. Anyway, he's been off the boil the last yeah. few games, hasn't he? But would you have hooked Adriano at half time in a game you were losing one 0 No, because uh, although Junjuti played well. But you'd know. I would. How, how was Juno Lock? Because he started quite a few games recently, but I've not been impressed. Um. Uh, I wasn't really impressed by by many soul players. The, the two that stood out, the two that stood out for me were Ko Johan and Yun uh, Jute. Because I mean, other than that, we, we've had the they handled slow. Yeah, which slow, is slow. Kind of more frustrated that he, he, his flexing or his flexing moves weren't really paying off. But he just he, he didn't look particularly like impressive. He didn't look like when yeah, Ko Johan drove that team on to pull it back to three. It's not not Dehan in my mind, and I, I, I felt like he, he still looked a little bit pissed at the fact that he didn't have that free kick last time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Osmar strolled through the game. I know that's really strange to, to say when you can see the four goals. Yeah. But he was he was he strolled through it. Yeah. So surrounded by draws. Yeah. I think they're missing the guy. Um, his name has gone off to Sangju. Uh, who he was I thought a couple of people complained about him, but I thought he was quite solid next to playing on the right hand side of the, the back three last year. I mean what it did show again as we as we discussed like in the John Am game, I think we've discussed a couple of times, I I just don't 
think it's going to be sole season. No, they don't have the mentality for it. Yeah, I don't think. That, yeah, obviously they don't. They don't have the bottle for the challenge, and I don't think they have the the, the depth. The depth of squad. Uh, and I know John Book couldn't beat Guangzhou in uh, ten minutes to come back from one each, but uh, you still get the feeling that John Book are going. To, I think John Book are going to have less of those games. That that game is going to be a, more of a surprise result, whereas that's now two two bad results in a row for so. Um, you got to look at that. Two two games at home they should have won. That's five points dropped. Yeah. The game at Puang at home they should should be winning that. That's yeah. The only way Seoul are going to win the championship is if they beat Chumbuk in the remaining three times they play them. Yeah. Or if they K-League penalise Chumbuk this season, there's no way the K-League are going to turn around and take a 15 point off a Chumbuk Hyundai because I think that second part of their, their club name is hugely important. If Chumbuk are 20 points clear at one point in the season, they'll get a 15 point deduction. No, no doubt. No doubt. But if they're within 15 points of second place, which will be so, if they're within 15 points or so, there's absolutely no way they're going to give them a deduction that costs them the league. There's no way they're going to do it. So a few weeks ago, Seoul was six points clear at the top of the league. Come the end of come the end of this weekend, they could be down in fourth. Yeah, but you were looking to say that. I guess we'll, we'll look at the previews for this weekend in a little bit. But you might say that looking at this weekend, um, that that shouldn't be shouldn't be an issue. Before we get on to the previews, uh, something important happened today, this afternoon, down in Kuala Lumpur. Oh, I thought you were talking about my promotion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish. Um, yes, the, the ACL draw. Quarter-final uh, draw. Quarter-final draw happened. We, we now know who both Korean teams have to beat to meet each other in the semi-final. Oops, that was a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> um, so I guess with uh, no further ado then, I guess. Um, we'll start with um, so John Book, I guess. John Book were drawn against who? Sven Shanghai. Sven Shanghai. Uh, away first? Home? Away first? John Book are away first. Away first. So the, the, the first leg's the, around about the 24th of August. The second leg is uh, around about two socks in the middle of September. Okay. Mm, I don't really know. Like Sven Shanghai are still a bit of a kind of unknown quantity John Book we know but that could be a tough game for John Book I think that could be a really tough one but they've got the advantage of going away first right? yeah they've got to go away first which you would imagine is going to may, may just see them through whereas Seoul have to go at home first yes against Shandong Shandong who are now no longer managed by a Brazilian unless Felix Magartha is a Brazilian but I believe he's a German uh, yeah, so they, they sacked their manager and within something like 24 hours replaced him with Felix McGarth, who I guess has until August to rip them back up off the team. They're really low on the table or something, I'm, I'm guessing. Really? I, I, I don't actually really know. I've just been following the the, the Shandong story on, on, on Twitter. Let's hope it's a disaster, like the guy that took over Beijing and took them from runs up last year to right down the bottom this year. Yeah. So... Obviously, Seoul played Shandong in the group stages uh, and humped them in Shandong. 4 1 away in round 2. 3. Round 3, was it? Yeah. And then round 4. 0 0 at home, I think. So, would you be confident? Was it the easiest of the 14, the three teams you could have got? 
Um, I think so. They didn't look particularly good when they played them. Um, I think a lot of Soul fans were hoping for Chumbuk because uh, it's, a, it's a less of a hassle to get there, right? Yeah. Um, and Chumbuk's kind of a known quantity. And they're confident they can get results at home and get a draw away or something like that. Okay. But, but you'd have to say that Chum, uh, Shandong's probably the weakest of the four, so yeah. the four teams there. Yeah. yeah, I think it's definitely a favourable draw for Seoul. Shanghai would probably been the worst. Yeah, I think so, yeah. So then you'd be looking and saying, yeah, for Seoul's point of view, but yeah, I think, I, think, I think you'll see Seoul in the semi-final. Whether it'll be an all-Korean semi-final, I guess we'll be up to Sven. The man with the same nickname as you. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who wants to guess what, what that nickname is, just please feel free to tweet us. Shandong 15th in the, in the Chinese yeah, Super League. Yeah, I, I thought they'd absolutely blown it. I mean, I, the thing is, it gives my transfer window, and it's McGarth. I, I don't really know how good a manager he is, but yeah, it gives him a transfer window to like make some signings and I guess make some huge 35 million pound or 35 million euro signings whereas Seoul signings will probably well that's the problem I guess we'll do a transfer preview later but Seoul's foreigners are not going to be replaced like Seoul's four foreigners are their, are their main four of their main players right so Seoul we're looking at buying Koreans I'm not sure Seoul will buy anyone because they've bought quite a lot over the close season yeah um, but you, you'd be looking at the one who really improved that score would be, be bringing household names. I, I can't see so putting that money out, to be honest. Okay. Well, what's, what's his face? It's got to go somewhere. Yi Chung Yong. Oh, yeah. I guess. Ki Sung Yong. The Crystal Palace boy. He's got to go somewhere, right? He could come to Seoul. Mmm. Yes, Lee Chung Young's a possibility, I don't think. He is a possibility. I don't think he will come back to Korea yet. I don't think so, but Lee Chung Young could, could come back. Although, Ki has just had a kid, right? So. Yeah, but I think he still wants to win European honours. Not European Cup, but I, plus I think Ki still harbours that dream he's going to get in the Liverpool team. Otherwise, it makes his name of Kerard, or Kirard. Kirard. Really ridiculous. You can just go to. Is it? Galaxy where Gerard plays. He could, well, he could, yeah. But I don't yeah, think yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think Americans would, would get that joke. <laughs> uh, do we care about what happened in West Asia or not? Nope. A bunch of West Asian teams got another bunch of West Asian teams. I think the two Qatari sides got each other. Brilliant. And then UAE versus Uzbek. So the two U's and the two Q and the two U's and the two Q's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I wonder were they were the Qatari teams drawn first? Um. Did they come out the hat first? Because usually they use follow cues. I don't. I think. I don't think they did. Yeah, that was an English. That was an, an ESL joke there. Yeah. Or a Scrabble joke. No, I, I assume UAE, Uzbek, Qatar, Qatar. Ah, I see. China, Korea, Korea, China. Yeah, that different alphabets. Okay. Um, so I guess all that's left then is for us to preview this weekend's games. Yep. Um, you know what we forgot to do? No, you're going to see I forgot to do a, a man in the match. Yep. Yep. Call Johan. Okay. I was waiting when you asked him. 
Okay, so I guess we'll start with the challenge this weekend. Yep. Are you going to any challenge games? Uh, no, I have a team building hiking on again on Saturday. Um, so this is the whole company. Minus, minus the teacher. The amount of team building you do must be bloody skyscraper by now. Uh, I, I think people just like my company and just, so just call it team building when really it's actually just let's watch Mark get drunk and sing the Nori Bang. <laughs> but it doesn't have the same ring to it as watch Mark get drunk and sing the Nori Bang. So All right. team building. But if you if you didn't have a team building exercise, what game would you have gone to? Uh, well, the big one, I guess, is Daegu Eland. Well, that's going to be the, the beginning of yeah, Eland's crawl back up the table. Uh, probably if I was going to go to a game, though, I would probably go to Buchan Goyang on a Monday. On Monday. <laughs> so I would have gone to a weekend game anyway. <laughs> are, you, are you team building on Monday? Uh, I might, uh, I, I or should we just send this, the Phantom Tweeter along? I, I might actually go to that game because there's probably, it may be Jamie's, with Jamie's second last game uh, in Korea. So I might go to that game. Uh, What's his last game going to be? I, I, I do believe his last game is going to be down in Pohang uh, with myself on Wednesday. Uh, you're going down to Pohang? I am indeed. Songnam? Uh, it is indeed. He's got to experience some Celtic songs at some point during his holiday. <laughs> um, so anyway, so, so on the Saturday with two challenge games, Daegu Eland, Paul? Um, yes. It will be a score? It will be 3-0 to Daegu. Ooh, okay, I think Eland will win that one now. <laughs> I don't know why we were even bother predicting this. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Gyeong, and Gyeongnam v Daejeon. 0-0. Uh, no, no. Home win. Uh, on the Sunday we have one game We have uh, Busan IE Park Versus Gangwon A way win Way win Yeah every day of the week uh, On the Monday as we said We have Buchan at a home to Goyang And Anyang at a home to Chunju um, I'm going to say Home win for Buchan uh, I think it should be But Goyang have got a bit of a, a Knack of getting Odd results. Mm. So I think it'll be a score draw. Score draw, that could be a score, okay. Yeah. I would see that, I could see that. Uh, Anyang Chungju. Uh, Chungju to continue their good run of form. Their, their giant killing and to beat Anyang away. Yeah, I uh, could see that happening. Okay. Let's swiftly move on to the Keighley Classic games. Of which you'll be attending numerous ones. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be at least. Two, I reckon. Um, on the Saturday we have three, and on the Sunday we have three. On Saturday we have Ulsan at home to Sangju, which that could be a pretty decent game. To be honest, I've been impressed by Sangju, even though they've lost the last two games. I've still been impressed by them this season. Free scoring, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um, so I think that'll be a high score draw, maybe two weeks or something. Ulsan have started kind of looking like like, like a team of old. Uh, they're fifth in the table now. But uh, I think that could be, I think Koba getting one, Park Kidong getting one. Could be a two each or a one each. The next one is a game that I would have gone to if I wasn't hiking around the Soul Fortress well. But if I can actually break my leg or something uh, early enough, I might, I might jump, jump my bus down to Suwon uh, for Suwon Blue Wings versus Inchon. No, no scoreless goal. 
no scoreless matches in the last 18 games apparently yep so that's nothing each a la Supermatch last year <laughs> yes yeah uh, yeah the, the Supermatch last year I'd never seen a goalless draw until we went <laughs> um, no that one should be I'm going to say that's going to be 1-0 yeah yeah I think Suwon will just edge that goal by Jonathan no he's, he's not here yet 1-0 Suwon uh, which would uh, pull them still even if Suwon won that game they still wouldn't be in the top 6 which is pretty amazing must have gutted you to be supporting the Orange men on last Monday uh, I was supporting a, I was supporting a draw to be honest it was the best result for uh, some now because um, Jeju winning put them within one point of us was I don't like I don't like those orange eaten Islanders yeah, eaten. look over look over your shoulder yeah so if they beat Kwangju on Saturday they could be above you they would be they would be yeah if they beat Kwangju they'll be in third and I reckon come come Saturday evening they'll be third and we say home win for Jeju they're going to beat Kwangju and we have a couple of really tough games coming up so surely the Patriot will down the orange man uh, I don't think he's a particularly Republican <laughs> patriot so I don't think he's, he's going to be the front of the hips walk anytime soon right on Sunday we'll Sunday, both be going to games we'll be, yes we might even be the same game uh, Songnam have ridiculously moved their 7pm kickoff to 4pm which has kind of upset uh, Jamie Jamie Fipper's um, plans because he's flying back from Japan that day. Is that why you're making him go to Pohang instead? Uh, no, he was he was always going to Pohang. Uh huh. Um, so I'll be at Tanchon, obviously, uh, for Solomon John Book. Uh, wow, he done good dodgy penalty last year. Um, before the game before that, we beat them two one after absolutely dominating them. I'm going to say that's going to finish one each. One each. And Jeju are going to be for a round. Yeah, I, I don't think John Book will beat us at home. In the last game, as I said, it was a dodgy penalty. I had just come back from, from Jeju away. Um, and we were all over them. The game before that, we pounded John Book. Last year, the, the, the two seasons ago, we yeah. lost 3-0 and 3-1, I think. But I think we have the measure of them right now. I think, I think Kim Hatbung has a has needs to play Che. Uh, so long long story short, one each. One each. Although of course, if Cheju do win on the Saturday, they'll be in second. So yes, fair point. Thank you for not saying third. Yeah. Um, next up, we have John Arm versus Pohan. To be honest, uh, I don't give a toss. Yeah, John Arm defeat Pohan. Crap. So one 0 Pohan. Yeah, and then the big match. The the could have been a super match match. Uh, Suwon versus Seoul. Uh, Seven pm kickoff. If I can figure a way of getting from Tanchon to Suwon, I'll be there. I might just go anyway, even if I get there late. I mean, it's not like I really give a shit with team wins. Damn, I'm going through a, pod- a podcast without swearing. Um, but uh, Suwon. Of the first five games, I would have said we'd have drawn that one. So one of the last five games, I think we'll, we'll, we'll lose it. I think so. We'll comfortably win that one, three-one. In the opening game against Suwon, they struggled for the first thirty minutes, but ended up being comfortable winners. So, be interesting. 
Yeah, big crowd is a so fans there as well. You know, for that we end and probably half the half the half the start. Yeah, I need to pre-book a ticket in the away end. Or nah. Just 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 turn up and just, just turn up. Though I think the away end will be full, but even when I went for Songnam, I didn't pre-book and it was full. They just opened up the gate and let and let Songnam fans go into the to the. Um, you know, like this, like the sides, like the 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 main stand along the pitch. Aye. You might not get behind the goals, but I think if you get there early enough, that won't be a problem. No, it's going to be an interesting one because I'm not really sure how much of an atmosphere the Suwon fans create because there's not really that many of them that actually sing. I wonder. If so it'll yeah. be like just all kind of soul fans singing. But I would, I would expect so we have like the, the full away end and then half that big stand as well. We'll see. Interesting. Can be interesting, I think. Okay. Right. So you didn't give me a prediction for that one. Uh, score draw. Well, really? That would suit me down to you as well. I think Seoul are on a bad run, and I think it's going to continue for a couple more games yet. Okay. Okay. Well. Yeah. I mean, hopefully both our teams get the result they deserve. Right. I was optimistic that we get out in under an hour and we just ticked over to one hour and a minute so do you want to do a very very mini brief rant yeah why can't you keep to the time scale every single podcast you're the one who always adds up adds up ends up bringing something else in that we didn't plan it's always your fault it's always my fault yep should also be added that the, the rant I want to have is the reason why we couldn't start early because you went to some Filipino ballet and no guys that's not a, a special movie that's coming out he actually went to a Filipino ballet Paul how was it? Uh, I saw six different performances mm-hmm. two of them were pretty good two of them were shocking and two of them were neutral okay. so basically a typical Kaylee classic weekend <laughs> So, Paul, are you going to pick something from the Sugar Plum Fairy, the, the Nutcracker? Just looking at the promo stuff that, that you brought over, and looking at the pictures of, of, the, of, the, uh, of the, the, the female performers, uh, I, don't, I don't think anything by, by Michael Flatley uh, is in order. <laughs> no. More like the hills are alive with the sound of music. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Have sung for a thousand.